McCall. Hi. Good morning. I have a question for you. I probably maybe have an answer. AJ and McCall at VFX. Good a Wednesday morning as we're hanging out. Good news, bad news. Okay. Which do you want to hear first? Uh, let's go with bad news so then we can be like better after. <laughs> well, you are in the majority. 57% of people apparently always want to hear the bad news first. Oh. Oh, my bad news for you is it's only Wednesday. Yeah, it's okay. I woke up this morning and realized that and hated it. <laughs> the good news is it's not Monday. Yes. It is also Wednesday. That would be my good news for you as well. Thank you. It's funny that you said that, though, and I think that's how a lot of people approach it, right? You get the bad news out of the way first and you get right. on a high note, right? which is basically the exact same argument that uh, McCall made yesterday because the, same, the thing McCall says when people come in and pretend they have something or don't pretend, seem like they have something important to say is before they get to say anything, as McCall asks, are you firing us? You're firing us? Do you hate us? Something and then everyone's with- like, why are you always focusing on the negativity? I said, because if I look at it and I say, oh, you're firing me, then I'm setting myself up for that's the lowest of the low of the conversation. So <laughs> it can only go up from there. Yes. I also believe that um, our new salesperson, Sheldon, nailed it exactly what he said. That is the most pessimistic, optimistic thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Because, yes, but then you're constantly thinking, are you going to fire us? Do you hate us? Not to mention the awkward phase you put people in who don't know you very well I right know. away. I feel awful. No, you don't. I'm pretty you funny. Do it constantly. I know. What a lie. I feel awful, except I'm going to keep doing it every time anyone walks in the room and looks like they have something to say to me. Yep. <laughs> do the bad news first. Apparently, uh, women more likely to want to hear the bad news than men. 61% to 52. Men, just a oh. coin flip. Link. Uh, yeah, sure. Yes. No. Yeah. On that subject of good news, bad news, don't ever tell someone, hey, do you have a free time to talk later? Yeah, then I don't like this. just live with the anxiety. Yeah. Just live with it. Because no one's ever heard, hey, I need to talk to you later, and thought, this is going to be good stuff. Don't do that to you. It's, just, it's, a, it's a form of mental torture. AJ McCaw at VFX. Good Wednesday morning. You want to be part of the show at any point in time, 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX, or of course, you can call 435-787-0945. So McCall and I come from different backgrounds. Oh, <gasps> shocker. I know. Who would have guessed? AJ, AJ McCall at VFX. AJ lived in Indiana. I lived here. That's, and that's it. That's the only difference we have yep. in our backgrounds. Where everything else is very same. <laughs> We get asked a lot about how we got here, whether it's through our internship program that we do or when we go out and do public events or just meet people like with Lunch with Listeners. Right. Because we're going to draw for another winner in a little over an hour. Well, and a lot of the times people ask us, well, did you like every time I ever say I work in radio, everyone always asks me, well, did you go to school for that? That question comes up pretty quickly about how we ended up doing the VFX morning show. (laughs) I did not go to college. Okay. I did not for radio, but I did go to college and McCall didn't. And and then we, I think to a certain extent, sometimes depending on the group of people, there's a there's always a question because, you know, how is it that we ended up in the exact same space, but we went two completely different ways to get here? And so I get asked my opinion on it a lot. Uh, you know, do I think that you need college to get to where I am? And the answer would be not really. And I think that's sort of starting to gain traction. I know my sister, she's going to start college here in, heck, I think she moves away to go get her dorm set up in like a week. And she asks a lot of questions too about college, whether she does um, a fit or not, because it seems like I think that's the way people are training McCall, that uh, college, is it for me? Right. Which is true. I mean, a lot of, AJ, statistically speaking, it's true. Everybody says, majority of people say, under 21, that college isn't a necessity. We're looking at, what, 50... It looked like 52% of people, something like that. Just over. Just over 
50% of people say that they don't think that it's a necessity anymore. 89% of people have considered doing something other than traditional four-year college, like online courses, trade school, or learning on the job. Parents haven't really adjusted, though. 96% of parents say they still expect their kids to go to college, which is kind of interesting. Here's a couple of things I think about this. Um, do I think I needed to go to college to get to where I am in radio? No. Do I think it has helped my career? If I'm being honest with you, also no. Right. However... However, let's be honest, there are fields that, yes, you have Definitely. to. Like right. Dustin. Dustin's a civil to. engineer, right. Yeah. He, he needs had college. To. You have to go to college. There are, are certain, ter- certain what, what would you call it, trades? Car- yeah, career trades, paths career paths. That, that you need, it's a yeah, necessity. For sure. But um, in general. Well, I would say, but ultimately, here is basically, because if you follow uh, Utah's VFX, you get the music news and all the podcasts and all the websites, right? Utah'sVFX.com. And like I blog once a week and I write about a lot of things. It's a lot of stuff based on my life. And I think a lot of the things that college brings is not so much the education. Now, don't get me wrong, paying thousands and thousands of dollars for an experience is not exactly financially prudent for everybody. But ultimately, I think it is an experience a lot of people need to experience. To, to experience. Right. I went to college in my backyard, and I'm not saying anything against backyard college. You go to USU, that's great. Right. But I think there's something to be said about becoming self-reliant, which college uh, is a big deal for you. Why I struggled a whole lot is because you had to make sure you get to class. You had to make sure you studied. You had to make sure you organized your schedule. And then if you go somewhere, which I would recommend, I just waited until I started my career and then moved 1,500 miles away twice. Right. I think that's something, too. You got to be independent. Yeah. And it's not to say necessarily you have to do that because I'm not saying you're locked into that because McCall found a way to experience those things as well by right. not going not going to college. But right. There's other parts of it too that I think are kind of overlooked. I think a lot of times it's will this degree help me get a better job and pay bills? Maybe not necessarily but there's other parts of it. Meeting new people, expanding your thought process, being on your own, learning to be self-reliant, all those things as well. I, I'm not yeah. going to speak super ill of the college process. I still think no. it was a good thing for me. But I get it. Right. Financially, you got to make some decisions. I'm with it. It's the reason why statistics show millennials want less kids. Yeah. Because things are expensive. And I get it. I'm with it. Things are expensive. Adulting sucks. No one's ever said it hasn't. Just got to find your moments. Figure out how to best experience and best carry on with life. Yeah, definitely. That's what I would say. Agreed. So, hey, at least we're honest. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I would definitely encourage, I think with there's way more options. When I started college, I don't remember there being a ton of online options. I think it's way more plausible now to do post-high uh, school education from the comfort of your own home, which I would also recommend. Yeah, Taking I classes agree. in general is a good idea. I, think. I agree. Yay, school. <laughs> yes, day. A sheet. I have a metal sheet. I can put them on. That sounds so just non-enthusiastic. Oh, thank you. You got a really thin magnet. Yeah, it's sheet of metal. Oh, well, <laughs> well, that's basically what your refrigerator is. Yeah, but the point of the refrigerator is not just that it's it's able to have stuff put on it. It's a centerpiece of the home. Like, everybody sees it because everybody uses the refrigerator. Right. It's a focal point. Focal point is a much better word. That's right. why That's why you put the artwork up or you put the magnets, the cool magnets, or you put the calendars because it's a center point so everybody sees it. Right. Which is why I don't want it cluttered. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to make an announcement at one point that you have decided that you're better off without fridge. Because you don't like the fact that it just sits in the in the uh, it sits there and it clutters up your kitchen. I'm waiting for you have like the invisible kitchen where like all of your appliances get covered by the same kind of wood paneling that is your cabinet. No. So it just looks like there's nothing in there. All my appliances just get put away. Yeah, I know. We we we've had this argument about right. the blenders and toasters and right. all that. I'm talking they about like the fridge. Like at one point, you'll just take like a. Pull, have a things. sheet cover that goes over the stove no, no, so no. it just looks like the rest of the countertop or something. No, there's like cabinets that will, they go on the front. Like for dishwashers and stuff, you can do it. For them. Yeah, I know. Like you'll I have like an invisible kitchen. I almost got one. 
I know. I'm not surprised. I'm waiting for you to say, you know, well, we finished the remodel, but actually, no. we want an Invisi kitchen. No. It's coming. No. Trust me, it's coming. Utah'sVFX.com, where you can find the debate at eight. If you miss it, you want to hear the whole thing, uh, Florida or not, which of course we're going to play at 650 with another chance to win those unlimited Ryan tickets to uh, the cash fairgrounds where the carnival's going on this weekend. You've seen it if you've driven by Willow Park. Also, kind of an important announcement. Yes. That uh, when it comes to uh, Florida or not, podcast going to be very interesting to you. You're going to have another chance to win, and we can get in those details in a little bit because, again, that's coming up. About 10 minutes. Remember, 435-787-0945 is the number you need. Might as well just bookmark it. Just put it in as VFX. Put it as AJ McCall. Whatever you want. But have it saved because you're going to need it to try and win prizes in about 10 minutes. Bob McCall, let's do these ride passes first because that's what we're here for. To catch bad, dumb criminals. Okay. Headline one. Dude gets arrested with cocaine-stuffed Lunchables. Oh, man, you ruined a perfectly good tree. You know how much I would kill for a Lunchable right now? Yeah. Headline number two, fake rideshare driver stole $24,000 in cash. Wow. And headline number three, cops catch a burglar who tried to unnecessarily, unsuccessfully, it's better, cover himself in mud to hide. <laughs> I wonder, is it unsuccessful because he didn't hide well or he's just not a good mud spreader? <laughs> No, who cares? Okay. Unlimited ride passes, uh, d- day ticket for the Cache County uh, Fair and Rodeo and Carnival. 435-787-0945 if we can catch the criminal from Florida. It's Florida not. Call to play. We got a sweet prize, Ooh. but the challenge is difficult. AJ McCall at VFX. We got to catch the criminal from Florida. That's why it's called Florida not on VFX. That's right. Because really... Statistically proven, 90% of all dumb crimes are committed by Floridians. Which is great because yesterday Aaron tried to uh, play Florida Not and we got stumped. But Florida always gives us another chance. Always, because there are always dumb criminals there. So we're glad to have you back, Aaron. Let's do this. I think we can. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let us hear the full stories, but call to see if Aaron's uh, second time is the better time. Okay, so story number one. Two guys got pulled over. Uh, in a rented F-150 because it was cruising in a quote-unquote dangerous manner with excessive speed, aggressive lane changes, particularly bad idea, given when the cop pulled him over, he found out that they had Lunchables stuffed with $84,000 worth of cocaine. That is so much drugs. Yeah, that is so much drugs. After ordering the driver to exit the vehicle, police confiscated a also a semi-automatic gun, then searched the truck. They found the pair of suspiciously heavy boxes of Lunchables, which did not reveal lunch and meat, crackers and corn syrup. <laughs> so anyway, there's so story so good. one. Story number two, some fake rideshare driver stole more than $24,000 in cash from people's bank accounts after having them swipe a credit card to pay him and then draining their bank accounts. Wow. I was yeah. curious as to how he did that because I was like, did somebody carry the cash? That's That legitimately terrifies me. I, I know that the services have caught on. Like, I'm going to be using one this weekend. But, man, it's just on an individual basis so hard to judge what, what person's going to be a scumbag. Yeah, it is hard to judge. Right? Like, it's generally, no, overall, I don't expect, like, my stuff to get stolen as a total. But, like, on a person-to-person, you have no idea. Yeah. I mean, people put drugs in in Lunchables for Pete's sake. How dare they ruin that? Oh, yeah. So there's story two. And then story number three, cops tracked down a guy who broke into a house on Friday after he covered himself completely in mud to try and hide. (laughs) They arrested him, took pictures of him covered in mud. He's saving... (laughs) He's facing several charges. So was he was he covered in mud in the house? What in the world is his problem? Um, There's no no wonder it didn't work. It, it, no, it says that it took him a bit longer to hunt him down because he had to plan to hide. He covered himself in mud and hid in a creek. Oh, okay. Oh, I was wow. like, is he in the house? That's a failed plan from the get-go. Creek makes way more yeah. sense. This is stupid. Anyway, uh, there you go. Three crazy stories. Okay, Aaron. One, two, or three. What story are you feeling? Um, I'm leaning more towards the co- the cocaine story. I yeah, I'm so sad that well, because it's like it's like you you and I agree. I think story number two could happen anywhere. Right shares everywhere now, so that's anywhere. Yeah. And then three, 
Let's be honest. There's bodies of water everywhere, which, you know, you could lean either way. But ruining Lunchables with drugs, that makes me sad. That doesn't make me sad. Okay. I, mean, I eat Lunchables every day. Yeah, well, now I'm <laughs> jealous that you ate Lunchables every day. I wish I could eat Lunchables every day. McCall, we are sad. Aaron and I are in agreement, though. We want to catch the criminals who ruin Lunchables. That's the real crime here on top of the $80,000 of drugs. This is story number one. It is, Aaron. Congratulations, yeah! my man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have all of the rides with the uh, Cash Valley Fair, Cash County Fair, and uh, Rodeo and Carnival and all of that good stuff. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? All right. Now, when I said when I went into college that I wanted adult Lunchables, I wasn't saying laced with a ton of cocaine. Oh, well, that I don't was, think there was any lacing being done. I think it was just pure cocaine. That's yeah, all like the whole story was. It's like when the salt shaker lid falls off. That's what it looked like. No, more than that. $84,000 <laughs> in two boxes of Lunchables. Oh, I'm point, assuming that's a lot is, more. Okay? I, those are not the adult Lunchables I was talking about. No, I was talking about like a grown-up, like big package of like, Give me a club sandwich in my Lunchables. That's what oh, I want. I love club sandwiches. I do too. They're delicious. Those are the equivalent of adult Lunchables, I think. Okay. Fair. Club I'm not going to argue that club sandwiches are amazing. Club sandwiches, a little beverage of choice. What else comes in there? And a snack. <laughs> See, a cookie. Congratulations. Whatever it's called. I don't know. Congratulations to Aaron who shows perseverance pays off. He tried yesterday, failed. He tries today, he wins. So we'll play again tomorrow, 6.50 on VFX. Make sure you're listening. Call and I are arguing. What a surprise. And I, I definitely I think I got you on this one. You don't. I Very rarely <laughs> am I right on outdoor stuff. I think I got it this time. Stream us online at utahsvfx.com. Also, where the podcasts are in case you aren't getting the hit on how to win. Yeah, heads up. Find our podcasts and listen to them. Because there's going to be a lot of chances that are going to be coming up, okay? It's very important. You find the podcast and you listen to them. utahsvfx.com. Also, you can find the contest like Feel Good Tuesday, which was yesterday. We have a nominee picked out for a surprise bouquet of uh, Plant Peddler Floral from Plant Peddler Floral that we're going to have a pick-me-up for them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on the subject of Feel Good Tuesday, McCall, we we did the news you need to know. And, yep. and I was talking about how Utah is looking at legislation to try and help keep Utah safe. Right. And, and try and mitigate the epidemic that is mass shooting and, and the safety hazard that it is. Well... In this moment, let us not forget the good that people can do. And that's why we need to talk about Ruben. Okay. Ruben Martinez lives in El Paso, Texas. And he has gone viral because he has started what he has called the El Paso Challenge. The challenge is for everyone in the city to do 22 good deeds for someone else in honor of the 22 victims who passed away in the shooting. It's cool that he's he's doing this to step up and, and spread positivity. His mom said he came up with the idea because at 11 years old, he was trying to contemplate what had happened, and this is how he decided to cope with it. And he's, and again, and I love that he says this because I think this is a reminder too. I think a lot of times don't we talk ourselves out of things because we think it's impossible. Like we, I can't do, I can't change the world. Right. Individually, maybe, maybe it's too difficult to do that. But as even Ruben said, says one of your 22 good deeds could be mowing a lawn. Paying for someone's lunch, donating to family in need, yeah. writing a letter to someone just to tell them how great they are, even if something as small as just holding a door for everybody. Yep. It's easy. It really is. Doing doing something that you can see people well, need. And I and not that I don't, but I'd like you to speak to because it's something I talk about between my work wife, McCall, and my home wife, oh, actually, boy. about the whole energy thing. But I think that's the other thing, too, is that we talk ourselves out of stuff, but we also negate how much effect something small could have and you being the energy person right please elaborate more like i feel like you i do it because it's just ingrained in me to like hold the door open but you never know when that moment is something that's the the snap for someone that's had a bad day or whatever and they're like oh my you know much, it's gonna be a right. good day. Right, it's be a good day. See, and that's that's the look. My outlook on life with everything, everything that has ever done, is that the interaction that you have with somebody could be the best interaction that they have throughout their entire day. Like this could be the only good interaction that they have that whole day. So why would you not? Make it a good interaction. Huh. Like I get maybe you're having a maybe you're having a crap day, but for me, it's always 
your chance to be a light in somebody's life is more important than being a mega douche or something. It's easy to be a mega douche. It's hard to be nice. I actually don't think it's that hard to be nice, but I think it's very, it's more, it's more of a conscious effort. You have to make an effort to be nice. Not hard to make the effort to be a mega douche. So that's the El Paso challenge. The story's going to be on our Facebook page or Twitter here in a second. Utah's VFX, but spread the El Paso challenge everywhere. In this trying time, yet again, find an excuse which Ruben has to do good, to be good people. Yeah. And that's why Ruben needs to be talked about. Yeah. Also, it may, we were, you know, that's what the point of Feel Good Tuesday is. Why we started Feel Good Flowers it was a chance to just do something small that hopefully helped that person who was having a trying time have just maybe a moment. Maybe it brings them around, or maybe they just for that time they feel better. Hey, let no people know we're thinking of you. Yep. Now, typical for the AJ and McCall show, AJ and McCall argue. Yep. And when it comes to outdoor activities, McCall is the expert. Not but I think expert. I got her this morning. Oh, my gosh. Have you downloaded the Utah's VFX mobile app yet? Because it's totally free. You have uh, Utah's Hottest Music wherever you go. Listen to our podcast. Talk to AJ and McCall. All options on VFX. And you can find the podcast like uh, Monday show where McCall quote unquote almost got eaten by a tarantula while out fishing. Yeah. And I thought, okay, we've dealt with that story. It's over and done. And then McCall was telling me a story today about fishing, and I I call garbage. It's not I call garbage. Baloney. Would, this hap- this kind of stuff happen. happens, okay? So fishing. People wouldn't say necessarily do it. a dangerous no, a dangerous situation. <laughs> However, it can be, okay? There's a story of a kid who has quite the fishing story after he accidentally hooked himself in the face oh. with the fishing hook, right? You get it? Emergency room yeah, doctors people ask took me care why of him. I have a fish hook in my lip all the time. Yeah, they actually do. Anyway, they say he's one tough customer. He was fishing a few hundred yards from his home at like three o'clock. He hooked a bass, and he tried to pull the fish. The hook popped out and caught him in the eyelid and his cheek just below his left eye. So anyway, he didn't have his pocket knife to cut the line, which is crazy that he didn't have a pocket knife. Anyway, he... Yeah, that's the crazy thing of this story. He didn't want to leave his rod and his reel behind, obviously, because it's, like, stuck. So he hopped on his bike, rode back to his house with the hook still in his face... Okay, and then he had to go to the hospital. That had to be a sight. His dad was like, well, get in the truck. Let's go. And they went to the hospital. But there's no way it happened. Like, I've been fishing a couple of times. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. You've been fishing a couple of times. Thank you. And there's, like, I would have, there's two rules. And the first one would be, watch where the hook is because it's sharp and a hook. Right. So, no, you don't just hook yourself in the face. The second one would be, don't fall out of the boat, obviously. Right. But, no, I call baloney. Adrian, Adrian on the line. Ruben was the El Paso child. Sorry, he doing good. I'm upset about this. Adrian, come on, you don't you don't just hook yourself. That's the thing you do. You pay attention with it for it, right? I totally agree. You have to be a special kind of genius to get hurt by fish fishing. See, McCall. No, people <laughs> get hurt thing. by fish hooks all the time. I mean, time. I guess rule two would be don't fall out of the boat, but like it's sharp hook. You gotta watch out for it. I mean, yeah, that is exactly. See. You watch out for people the hook. Get, people get hurt one. fishing all the time. No. People get hurt no. fishing all the time. No. Look, if you've ever been hurt fishing, you need to call us because I'm not wrong. I know that people get hurt fishing all the time. Our nope. phone number is 435-787-0945. Have you ever been hurt fishing? Do you know somebody that's been hurt fishing? Because people get hurt fishing. Please put McCall in her place. You watch out for the hook. It's sharp. It, you're aware of that. You don't hook yourself. You can also text 68255 and start your text with VFX. McCall's trying to convince me here that this kid who hooked his cheek and and eyelid together is a common occurrence. People hook themselves all the time fishing. The kid was fishing, right. AJ McCall at VFX. People get hurt all the time fishing. They really do. You know, and and we we gave out the number in texting yet. Nobody called and told me that because it I was doesn't right. happen. It does too. Now, if you were to say like people run into stuff, sure, I, mean, I run yeah. into doorways. People run into stuff all the time. We had a coworker who I think was trying to avoid us, basically run Ran into a doorway right into yesterday. The wall. Right, that was hilarious. It, it was if like, you were like, yeah, this kid hurt himself running into doorways. 
Heck, Bacall filming something yesterday, punched herself in the chin. I did indeed punch myself in the chin. So there was a lady, I don't know if you saw this story or not, lady who, I think it was in San Antonio somewhere, mm-hmm. anyway, walking around and ran into a glass door, not once, not twice, not three <laughs> times, but four times, because <laughs> she ran into the one what? wall. And then tried to go to the next panel, which she thought was a doorway. Oh, it's a wall of glass. Yeah. Next panel. That's mean. Next panel. Yeah, I was just reading on Facebook. A friend of mine was criticizing her husband because he still doesn't know how to wipe clean glass without leaving a streak. And I'm like... In that you know, situation, the street kind of a okay. nice thing. She's like, oh, no, no, no. That, that's, it would that's be fine. Glass. Yeah. That's totally good. Yeah. yeah. See, if you said a kid did that or the lady did Yeah, everybody does that. Yeah. But fishing injuries, no. No, nobody gets hurt fishing. Fishing rule, injuries are still a thing. It's sharp hook. You watch it. That's the People rule. People still get injured by no. it. It doesn't matter. Never happens. Oh, well, text message. Let's see what this says here. One time my dad took me fishing when I was little. And I went back to Katz and didn't know he was behind me, and I hooked his nipple with my hook. Oh. <laughs> happens. I'm telling you, it happens. <laughs> One time, and I, that's aim right there. I think you can probably hit anything with a hook if you can pull that off. I mean, don't pull it off. But Yeah. Um, Ouch. One time, a call. One time, your story about a kid, that text message, thank you for sharing, though. Doesn't happen. People don't get hurt fishing. Seriously, if you have stories, hook? if you have stories of getting hurt fishing, call us 435-787-0945 cuz I'm not wrong. The lady walking in glass, that happens. People getting hurt fishing, that doesn't happen. Unless you're just doing something dumb. Nobody accidentally hooks themselves. Nobody accidentally stabs themselves with an arrow. Shut up. Let's see if they have a call. I think trying to distract from the fact that fishing accidents happen really we need to be asking questions about archery, I think. Oh, my gosh. Tony McCall, you're just making stuff up here. You're wishing ill on other people going on doing either. outdoor things. I'm not either. Look, AJ McCall at VFX. <sighs> we had the story that you shared of a kid who hooked his right. eyelid to his cheek. cheek right, while well, he was kind of fishing. Weird new piercing thing. Oh, my gosh. Past. Well, it was while he was fishing. He did it on accident. He yes. didn't do it on purpose. And AJ says nobody ever nobody gets, gets hurt, hurt fishing, fishing, which is a lie. I mean, People get hurt fishing all the time. Text. It was another kid. Like, you can't trust kids with the fishing hooks, obviously. See, Brandy sent me a text, said that her nephew hooked his dad's ear while they were fishing, which is common. Like, did getting hurt fishing is they a say thing. Age for I, the did you not listen? No, did I Did you wasn't. not listen? I said, my five-year-old nephew. Yeah, see, five. Oh I was heck. basking in my rightness. <sighs> it doesn't happen. It does, too, happen. If you've got a story, call us, 435-787-0945, because it does. Nick, uh, what do you got? McCall right here. You got a story? Tell us. So I was, like, five. I was on a fishing dock up in Idaho and casted back. Like, who's behind me? I just thought that's how you'd fished when you casted a pole this wasn't a casting pole this was just one you just dropped off the dock and uh flipped it back got his finger and yanked it forward oh so Ugh. it happens does <laughs> oh. your so, right. uncle still uh hold a grudge does he say he loves you or is he like hey i don't even think he remembers to be completely honest or if he does he hasn't said anything about it so. that's funny he's waiting to get his revenge <laughs> probably <laughs> thanks nick for sharing story again five Five, McCall, five. Oh, my gosh. Kids. It's not just kids, though. It's not. <laughs> like, I've got, a, I've got a message from our good friend, Kersha. She commented, and she said that they've got, they've had issues with people getting, getting injured while they're fishing. Like, her, like, great uncle ended up getting a hook stuck in his hand, and they had to, like, <sighs> pull it out. So, it's not just kids. <sighs> Jonathan, you got a fishing hook story for us? I actually got two fish stories and an archery story. Oh, jeez. All right, well, I hope they didn't all happen to you. Otherwise, you might want to stay out of the outdoors for a while. <laughs> what happened? Well, uh, let's see. The first one was uh, my one of my brothers. Two of my brothers were out fishing on a boat. Went to go cast and uh, hooked my, one of my brothers in the ear and permanently pierced his ear. Oof. Ouch. Woo. Ouch. All these stories should have shivered The second one was a few years ago. We were actually up at Hiram, and one of my friends had caught the fish, and it was a treble hook, tied it some weeds, and was jerking on it to try to break it free so she didn't have to cross the river. When it snapped back, it went through her thumb. Uh, and 
Although technically it's not an archery story, I was uh, at a shooting sports event. I got done with my archery event, and I set my arrows on the floor and went to bed. Woke up in the middle of the night and tried walking through my camper and accidentally kicked one of my arrows that was sitting on the ground and had it go about halfway into my foot. Uh, hey, you know, McCall, you're not the only one with a bad archery story. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> Okay, that would a little, that was a little bit rougher. Not good. A okay, bit rougher. look, I'm telling you, fishing, fishing accidents, fishing injuries happen all the time, all the time. Yeah. If you've got one, you can call us. Yeah, four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. I'm not willing to admit this yet. And McCall, <laughs> we can't we can't leave it. You got to tell the archer story. Let's go. Oh, okay. Last year I was actually I think it's been a year and a half now. I was out and I was shooting my bow, and I really need to get out and shoot it now. But anyway, I was shooting and a big wind gust came and ended up blowing my arrow and it hit it into the barn so it barely missed the bag ended up going to the barn i'm back there i'm cussing this stupid arrow because obviously it's the arrow's fault not my fault not the wind's fault so i'm grabbing the arrow i'm like stupid arrow blah 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 and i pull it back and the knock on the back ended up sticking me in the leg so it's not even like the pokey part at the front oh, it's not even like the head of it it was the knock it wasn't the pokey part at the front uh, all right so bad now i have a permanent scar on my leg and everyone asks what happened i jabbed myself with an arrow because i'm a moron maybe all of you ought to give oh the my outdoors gosh, a little bit whatever, of a break for a aj while. whatever if you've got a story about injuring yourself with archery or some kind fishing of outdoor or sport. outdoorsy sporting spear gun and sharks and, please you know, don't one thing i don't want to hear that's dangerous holy cow four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five the number to call right now do it and now. i know aj you're picking on mccall don't worry her chance is coming for the debate today oh, because boy. her bad luck is now going to flip to my bad luck with me leaving we'll get into that in a little bit more than 10 minutes on vfx so we're fresh off of mccall's bad luck with the fish hook injuries right thankfully AJ. it wasn't on me though very important well yeah any any energy that's not on you is going to be at least a little bit of good luck right AJ recalled VFX and recall thinks I'm going to have more bad luck. Well, I, I should take that back before I say McCall's wishing bad luck. I don't need people attacking her over this. McCall is concerned my bad luck is going to continue. How, the- well, I mean, looking at it statistically, yeah. Statistically? Yeah. You got stats on my bad luck? I mean, not technically, for but the sort wa- of. For the Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry debated eight. AJ, here's the thing, okay? Um, the last two times you've gone places, you haven't really had the best luck, right? Um, That is correct. That is correct. That is correct, okay? Yes. I will, yeah. That has been very, very correct. It has also been very well documented. Yes. So, AJ, I'm genuinely slightly co- sort of kind of concerned because uh, you haven't had the best of luck and you're going to Chicago today and uh, things always happen in threes. So you're traveling. The last two times has not been good. This, this is whole, the third time. Yeah, I had this whole thing ready to tell you and then you said they, things bad things come in threes. And I was like, yeah, I don't really have an argument for bad things in threes. Right. My uh, okay. Here, here's my argument. That's that's a good one because I I do agree that things happen in threes. Bad things, especially uh, traveling, not really in my hands. I'm not flying the plane. I'm right. not driving the car when I get to Chicago. Right. None of it is in my hands this time, as opposed to the last two times I was driving when the car crashed and I was driving when the tire went flat. Which is that's fair. I mean, maybe maybe it's not in your hands, but I think it is. Now those are those two last things are isolated incidents. Sure. They are. Okay. I look. I'm still worried about you, okay? <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Take a look at the poll of the day asking that exact question. Will my travel bad luck continue? And what is your bad luck story? Because if McCall's right, that means I'm probably gonna come back on Monday with a super great story to share, and then I'll hear the same thing that everybody always says. Oh, I guess you shouldn't travel some more because you keep having all this bad luck. I hear that story. That's that's what I've heard the last two times. Ad nauseum. 435-787-0945. I think it was just minor hiccups and not a trend. Two times is a coincidence. That's it, McCall. Bad sure. luck. Travel story. Sure. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five for the Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry. Debate at 8.
Here's a guy who had a bad luck travel story. Remember when his uh, tires went flat on oh, his yeah. plane? Mm-hmm. Awful. Post Malone, his new stuff. Last two times I've gone on a trip, both times camping, ironically enough, H.A. McCall at VFX. Road trip hadn't gone according to plan. Crashed a car, got a flat tire, flat tire minor inconvenience. Yeah. So McCall is concerned now that I'm upping the ante from road trip to flying to Chicago of all places that maybe, maybe not the best idea with my bad luck. I just get a little concerned, okay, AJ, because you haven't had the greatest of luck. The last two times that you've gone camping, you've had all sorts of car accidents, and so it's like, oh, okay. All all sorts of car Well, you totaled your car in one of them. Crashed it again. Got a third one. Crashed that again. That's what that sounds like. Well, how many cars have you crashed? In total? Yes. What? Three, technically. Okay. So anyway, moving on. That's a good sign because your car crashes, everything happens in threes, usually. So your car crashes, those are done. Knock on wood, those are done. <laughs> Never going to crash again. Never going to crash Perfect. again. I'm going to drive like a reckless moron. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Jukedon. Joke's on you. Everybody anyway, does. Anyway, so those, that threes are done. Those threes are done. But you just had bad luck traveling the last two times. Well, based on that argument, you say like I'm doomed for like another no, flat tire. No, I'm just saying watch out and be careful. Okay, so I think it's being slightly overblown. If you travel enough, you're going to run into some hiccups. Bad travel stories, though, nonetheless, see where we're at here. Here's a text that came in, McCall. Uh, camping story. So a uh, lady went uh, She went camping with her husband. Okay. She, he went to bed early. She was out as the flame was dying. Swore she heard something. And let's be honest, you're hyper alert, I think, when you're in the woods. Right, of course. So she absolutely. started panicking. Her husband grabbed the gun, ran out of the tent, tripped over the rope, though, fell. Oh, geez. The shotgun went off and blew his ring finger completely Ah, off. Danger. That's a danger stick. I don't love that. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's bad luck. Me getting a flat tire and someone losing a finger, those are not comparable, McCall. That, That text, thank you. And we'll get an update for everyone else concerned like look, we are. I still what just, the heck happened? I still just get nervous, okay? You, you shouldn't. Look, Aaron's going to tell us everything's going to be all right. Aaron, have you had any bad luck travel stories? Yeah, actually. Um, I used to be a truck driver. Oh. What happened? I actually had to stop truck driving because of an incident I had. Uh-oh. Um, I had a heart attack while I was driving. Oh, oh my geez. gosh. That's awful. So I was living in Vegas at the time, and I had picked up my load from one of our DCs there, and I drove to Kingman, Arizona, and um, I stopped for my my 30-minute to an hour break or whatever after I drove during like three hours. That was perfectly fine. And I get back on the road, and next thing I know, <laughs> I, I, I felt like someone was jamming like a pipe through my through my freaking my heart. It was it felt really bad. But, uh, no, I say I safely pulled over. I guess I don't know. I felt like I let go of the wheel because it just hurt so much. Wow. Yeah. Um, glad Super you're okay, wow. buddy. Glad you could share the story with us for the Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry Debate at eight. See McCall, Aaron, and their texter with the missing finger. Way worse luck than a pop tire. Way worse luck. <sighs> yeah, but still, okay, not great. I got to be honest, the uh, pull of the day didn't instill me with a whole lot of confidence. No. I, I feel like it says that a lot of people don't like me. Um, because the question was, will my bad luck continue since I'm flying out this week? And only 51% of people said no. Yeah. So basically a coin flip, people are like, hey, Jay, we like you, but no, it's going to suck. Something bad's going to happen. We'll see. Hopefully you're safe. That doesn't make me feel good. I'm sorry. I'm worried for you, though. Okay. Well, how about this, Hippy Dippy? Since you believe in all the energy and all uh-huh. that stuff, you got some remedies for me. How about some bad luck cures? Sure. We'll come up with them. Hit me up. Because apparently... Hit me up. Exactly. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Hit us up. Mostly me. I'm the one suffering from bad luck. You feel like you have bad luck? No. Exactly. Six eight two five five is the number of text. Start your text with VFX. That'll work too. If I do have bad luck, I need to cure it. Poll today says fifty one percent of people think my bad luck will end, which means forty nine percent of people are like, you know what, AJ? No, I don't think your bad luck will uh, stop. I think something else is going to happen to you. Help then. Give me your bad luck remedies. How do I cure this for the debate at eight? 
Okay, McCall, if you're so concerned about my bad luck, and I guess I should put you in a group now since only 49% of people on the poll today said, yeah, I, I, I think that AJ will continue to have his bad luck for the Wasatch Pediatric Dentistry debate today. How the heck do I cure it? Um, I got a couple of different ways. With some mumbo jumbo, some stuff I throw over my shoulder or something like that. Salt, yes. You can throw salt over your shoulder. A mantra, maybe. Uh, don't throw away pieces of a broken mirror. Burn incense. You can carry around protective charms. Burn sage. These all seem like things I should have done before today yeah, since I believe you should have. today. Oh, okay. You can do a good deed. That'll help you in your karma right, bank. I feel pretty good with the karma bank part. You can cleanse your chakras with uh, flowers. Chakras? Like like flowers how? Like rub them against myself, eat them? How am I curing You'll that? You'll need seven different types of flowers in as many colors as possible. Any color but white. Okay. Remove any stems and leaves. You just need the flowers themselves. Then you place the ba- the water flowers in a basin of water and put it outside, soak it in the sun for an hour. Allow the water to soak up the positive energy of the flowers. Bring the basin into the bathroom. Use a washcloth. And then it says bathe in the energized water. Anybody else get the feeling like McCall's just making up things to see if I will do them? That one definitely sounds like, all right, here's what we're going to tell him. Declutter your house. That is something that needs to be done. I'll give you that. It says use the power of light. You can turn off all of the lights in your house and light candles. Oh, Oh, turn on. I'm sorry. Turn on all of the lights in your house and light candles so there are no dark spots. I, what? what? How does that? Travel to another country. (laughs) That apparently will help you, uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm not going to diverge my flight. So, all right, well, I'm supposed to go to Chicago, but I guess for good luck, I'm flying off to Japan. England, bye. Yeah, right. Gone. See you later. <laughs> Kate, this is not nice. Nah. Kate sent us a message, says, I like to hear about others' bad luck, and then I just think, well, at least I'm luckier than him. Yep. I spent two weeks in the hospital this year with a burst appendix, and the only thing that made me feel better was thinking, well, it could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm glad you're okay, Kate, but <laughs> the start of that is, oh, okay, AJ crashes cars. Okay, he's going, well, I didn't crash a car. It's going to be good. What? McCall, you have yet to give me really anything useful to cure bad luck. I was trying to help, but I got nothing, so sorry. Trying to help. You're going to get some dirty flower water and you're going to bathe in it. And that's <laughs> somehow going to stop your plane from going it's down. It said it's supposed to be helpful. I don't know. I just I just do things. Thank you, McCall. You're welcome. Thank you for the non-solutions. Wonderful. <sighs> We've heard bad travel stories. By the way, the update on that text, if you missed it, someone shared their bad travel story via text. And what happened is camping, a wife heard a noise, husband came out, tripped, and because he's holding a shotgun, blew off his finger and super out into that story. Yeah. Super out. Definitely super out. Maybe even mega out. I dare say go that far. The update is, is that they had to search for the finger. The problem is the middle of the finger was blown to pieces. Oh my gosh. So the surgeon apparently was able to put the fingers closer together. So it appears that the husband's not missing a finger unless you go to count them. Oh, okay. Fancy. All right. This makes me uncomfortable. I'm very sorry. Or Aaron, who called in and had a heart attack, happened to be like, you know, I guess I'll take Kate's advice. It could be worse. It could be. I still got my fingers and I hadn't had a heart attack. Correct. And I'm glad that those people are well. And I'm glad Kate, after a burst appendix, is well, but I guess we'll find out. It always could be worse, AJ. Oh, that's how I'll go about it. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry our plane's tires exploded. Well, it could be worse. Exactly. Great. Great. So we'll see if I make it back, I guess. For uh, on next Monday. You know, what started this whole thing, McCall, with the debate date was me seeing all these plane stories. Like yesterday, it was reported that Pink's tour crew was in a plane crash and the plane burst into flames. Right. That was just one of many stories I've seen over the last week. Well, I found another plane story, but it looks like it's kind of gone the other way. Maybe, just maybe, I might be a little safer, though. The... Safety update, safety application that they've added doesn't make me feel the most comfortable. 
Okay. So what started my whole panic about flying this week, even though I've, I've flown a fair amount, AJ McCall at VFX, streaming online at utahsvfx.com, is I just feel like I've seen a lot of airplane stories recently that were not good. Okay, Whether right? it was yeah. the Baltimore airport doing with bazookas coming through, the bat on the one plane, the gas cap falling off in Florida and landing in a lady's backyard. Right. Pink's tour crew being on a plane that crashed. Everybody was okay, thank goodness. Right. And I was, and I was like, eh. And then everyone keeps beating me to death with the bad luck, bad luck, bad luck, bad luck, bad luck. Keep crashing cars, bad luck, bad luck, bad luck. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe, 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 maybe there's an omen out there. Maybe. I guess we'll find out. But, McCall. Yes. There might be a little bit of safety. Well, maybe less show safety, more so. At least if uh, something happens where, uh, you know, say a bat's on a plane, they could capture my uh, facial expressions because I don't know if you saw this. Some planes have decided to uh, install something to help keep an eye on the passengers. Okay. There's is your captain. I'd like to welcome each and every one of you aboard because I can see each and every one of you through the camera in the seat back in front of you. And with that in mind, I've just illuminated the no bare feet light for the lady in 34A. And don't even think about resting those gnarly toes in the gap between the seats in front of you. Who raised you anyway? That's the overactive bladder light for the gentleman in 23F. You've gotten up to use the lavatory three times already, and we haven't even left the gate. Why would you choose a window seat? I don't get it. There's an airline, uh, Kathy, Cathay? C-A-T-H-A-Y? Cathay Pacific? That it does record passengers. They've revealed that they have hidden cameras in the entertainment systems to record passengers. Uh, now, perfect. The feet I, just thing. what we've always wanted. The feet thing, we can Gross. agree. That feet needs don't to be police. Right. Yeah, I, I, totally. As a whole. Take your feet off and throw them away. I don't, I don't know why you necessarily need cameras. I think everybody has the same miserable face on when they fly because, you know, we're all stuffed in there like human sardines and just thinking, okay, can I get my free food? Okay, are we there yet? Okay, what movies do they have? I mean, everybody's just right. kind of miserable. So I don't know what you really need to, to capture. Maybe the person who's not miserable. Maybe that's the suspicious one on an airplane. It's possible. But, uh, you know, good news, McCall. Maybe, just maybe, I can, uh, not that I'm flying on that airline, but, you know, breathe a little sigh of relief knowing that people are watching out. There's, stri- there's little surveillance going on to catch the people causing the problems. Or maybe you could just see my bad luck happen in that split second. Be like, okay, you're fine here. And then there's where it was. Yeah, right. That was the exact moment of bad luck. Perfect. So glad. I'm going to knock on wood one more time since everybody's talking about me having bad luck traveling. Yeah, that's a good and idea. I'm flying later today. Yay. Be safe, please. Honestly, McCall, I don't know that I really have control over, over that. It's not like I'm going to get up and do anything. All the traveling's out of my hands. Yeah, it's true. I mean, the driving down there is in your hands, so be oh, careful why with that. Did you have to bring that up? It's like it's like I try to logic my way out of it. Then McCall's like, "Bad things happen in three, and I'm like, "That's a good point. I do agree with that logic." Traveling's out of my hands. Well, you're driving to the airport. Be safe. It's like she's wishing for me to get hurt. Nuh-uh. All right, McCall. I found the perfect story for you. Oh, great. AJ and McCall on VFX. Consider this a little. Uh, little added treat to your 411, which we'll call have again here in about 30 minutes. Okay. Nicholas Cage recently uh, confirmed two crazy pet stories about him. Perfect. And I would ask you to try and guess, but I don't think there's a chance in heck nope. you could guess them. I'm going to guess you're probably correct. The first one is that he thought that uh, his pet cobras once wanted to kill him. They probably did. Said they would try to hypnotize me by showing me their backs, and then they'd lunge at me. I don't think they were trying to hypnotize you. I think they just wanted you to die. <laughs> I have no words to Snake say. Snake Fight Club. I just... <sighs> Nicholas Cage. <laughs> this is only the first story, too. You need to go to a shaman or something. Go up into the mountains. And see, and I go think you say that, retreat. but I think he he does that. Remember, he's the guy that spent eighty thousand dollars on a T Rex skull. I know. So go up into the mountains <laughs> with your T Rex skull and go live there for a little bit. 
So that was that was the first pet story. The second pet story is he had a cat, McCall. Not that crazy, right? A meow. Got it. Uh, except he said the cat would grab a bag of mushrooms that a friend gave to him and quote unquote loved it. So Nicholas Cage thought, what the heck? And did mushrooms with his cat. Oh my. Stop. <laughs> what is wrong with Nicholas Cage? <laughs> What is wrong with him? His cobras tried to hypnotize him and kill him. He did shrooms with his cat. (sighs) Got it? I have no words. And and one more, because I actually stumbled across something else. More? So apparently, Nicolas Cage and Johnny Depp used to be Monopoly buddies. They used to play together all the time. Of course. I scrolled across something earlier from one of your favorite theories. Yes or no question? This Monopoly guy, the logo, I forget what his name is. Yeah, Monocle. Yeah. According to the post I saw earlier, nope. What? Mandela effect. He does not have a monocle. <gasps> I could have swore also. Oh, my. Yeah, he got he got one. Oh, my. I'm pretty sure not. he does. I thought so, too. What if I, let's just real fast here, Google the Monopoly guy. No, wait, that one. Here's one. Hold on a second. I found one with one, but there's like 10 million others that don't. Oh, no, sorry. That's a drawn-on one. It says, number one, my theory, monocled Monopoly guy. Yeah. I, I swore he had one. Apparently, nope. Nope. Sean Mendez, Camille Cabello, Senorita on VFX, and I bet that one will age a little bit better than him and I, don't you think, McCall? Probably so. Jeez, you scumbag. You laugh, it's true. Do you yes. really see either Camille Cabello or Sean Mendes stepping out that badly? No. No, I no. didn't think so. No. Taylor Swift on VFX, of course, has her album coming out later this year. Yesterday in McCall's, or later this month, excuse me, of course, later this year. Yesterday in uh, McCall's 411, there was the little murmur, maybe getting together with Katy Perry, maybe getting together with Selena Gomez for a new single that'll drop before the album's out. Well... As excited as I think fans were, because in that 411 yesterday, of course, it was the fans cracking that uh, conspiracy theory. Right. They're a little unhappy right now, McCall. Why? I don't know if you saw this, but Charlie uh, XCX did an interview the, oh, yesterday. yeah. Uh-huh. I saw this. And Excuse said, me, Charlie XCX. Oh, you have, you mad too. Uh-huh. Go Sit ahead down. then. Sit down, Charlie XCX. No, no, no. I want to hear your. I want to hear your take on it. Go. Well, the, the big quote that I think everybody's focusing on is so Charlie XCX opened on the tour last year, and said, "I'm really grateful, but as an artist, it kind of felt like I was getting up on stage and waving to five year olds." And of course, no one's going to take too kindly to no. that. No. Um. <laughs> Like, I understand where she's coming from because, like, I felt very out of place. I went to the Billie Eilish concert earlier this year, right? Right. Felt super out of place because everyone was so young. And it was really hilarious because there were, like, four people that I saw in the entire crowd of all sold out at the Saltair that had over 21 wristbands on. Right. So... The funny thing is, is that in this day of inter- in internet, I was watching a really interesting interview with uh, Cole Sprouse, conveniently right. enough, who was talking about it too, is that everything has to be so sensationalized to get your attention so the needle moves further and further each time. So everybody threw a fit, so she called everybody their kids. Right. She didn't necessarily, but kind of. That's a step in the wrong direction for me. Yeah. And people are like, oh, oh, she invited you and you said, well, not that great. Yeah, you can have in that opinion. Just because Taylor Swift's amazing, which Charlie XCX went on to clarify, said right. she's one of the she's biggest artists ever. I love her. And she's it was awesome. Awesome that she invited yeah. me to do this. Yeah. Charlie XCX could say that's not her crowd. It's the same thing with like Taylor Swift empowering. Like if she invited Tovlo. Oh my gosh! Tovlo could you imagine? Tovlo crowd and Taylor Swift crowd not the not same. Not the same at Charlie all. Charlie XCX crowd, Taylor Swift crowd, not, not the, the same. same. Correct. And let's be honest. If it's a Taylor Swift concert with Charlie XCX, yeah, there's going to be good Charlie XCX fans there, for yep. sure. But who are most of the people buying tickets that are going to be obscenely expensive? Because McCall looked at it. They're obscenely expensive. If you're a Charlie XCX fan, I don't know that you're buying that ticket. Because it's a Taylor Swift concert. No offense to the openers, but the headliners, the concert. Yep. And of course, the internet went mad. Oh, we're like, all kids. And, and don't, get me, don't get me wrong. There are situations... There are situations where sometimes the 
opener is what people are there for. Majority of the time, though, not the case. Charlie XCX want to clarify that her she feels like her music and her show fits more of an 18 plus crowd. Right. And Taylor Swift is just more family friendly. And she she's tweeted it. It's retweeted right now on our uh, Twitter, Utah's VFX. But I have to be honest, Taylor Swift fans, it's well documented. You, the Beebs fans, I would make the argument the Beehive and um, the Little Monsters, Lady Gaga's fans, right. have plenty of stories of going way too overboard. Yep. So I'd scale it back a little bit. You this need to all calm sudden, down. Oh, she's going to be broke next year because you want to tour Taylor Swift. Why would you wish that on anybody? She's not going to be broke next off. year. She's got her own Knock fans. Okay. She's done her own things. I'll just say. Right. It's you, fine. It, you know what? Let me put it in a language I think they can understand, McCall. You need to calm down. I just said that. I'm going to say like it again. twice. They need to calm down. Okay. Because it's way too much. A legitimate concern in the workplace is that uh, at some point, robots are going to become so smart and so capable. Right. They're going to take our jobs. They're going to take our jobs. AJ and McCall at VFX. Bye, jobs. McCall, yeah, bye, jobs. <laughs> is that what you would say? Bye, job. Oh, sorry, McCall. We hate to bring you in here, but we actually have the Talkmatic 6000 that's going to run the morning show We're gonna now. We're going to talk. So uh, we're moving in a different direction. Bye, jobs. Would you rather, McCall, lose your job to a robot or a person? See, I can understand why people only want to lose their job to a person because, or to a, to a robot, because I can look at this and I think, then I look better, right? Then I look better because it's like they were clearly bringing things in to replace humans anyway. Right. But if you bring in a human, then it's like, well, you didn't do your job that well then. Clearly. McCall's, McCall's not wrong. About two thirds of people in a survey said they'd rather lose their job to a robot than another person. That's probably logic. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are afraid of robots because they think they're going to take our jobs. I'm more so afraid of robots because I'm a big Terminator fan, so I'm assuming the whole Skynet thing is going to go down and then we're going to have to fight robots for the sake of humanity. I just don't see a robot being able to... Dangerous last words, right? I just don't see a robot being able to do what we do. <laughs> Turns into a... Ha, I mean, ha, ha. where else are you going to find a robot that gets all mad because couples share a uh, cheesecake? It's disgusting. Yeah, see, McCall went off yesterday and during the after show on it. There's no robots going to be like, what? Here comes the airplane. Not going to happen. <laughs> oh, I just, uh, I haven't thought about it that much. That dangerous? Like the robot thing? Probably. It is dangerous? Yeah. Crap. The danger, danger noodle. The robot would know more about cars, though, McCall. So how could you play carport or not? You couldn't. You couldn't do a show based on my inadequacies when it comes to vehicles. Technically, it is carport. <laughs> That's Maybe how it would you go. And a robot like, wouldn't be so bad. Hey. Well, we'll just get a robot and call him. Well, actually, well, well actually, actually, McCall. Well, technically, <laughs> statistically speaking. Shut up, robot. <laughs> Nobody asked you. <laughs> you said it was 44. It's actually 43. 43.859672121. <laughs> I can't be a robot. Oh. Thank heavens I'm not. I kind of want, I don't want a, ro- a robot to replace either of us, but I wouldn't mind a robot third mic now that I'm thinking of it. Oh my gosh. What do you think, robot? How do you feel about that? I do not. I don't. I am incapable of human emotions. AJ, something really cool just came up. Oh, you're right. We do work with a robot. It's producer butters. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Just kidding. Okay, so something really cool came up. You remember how the other day I wrote a persuasive letter to my mom? You read the one, yeah, about the cell phone. So we were just having a conversation about how Quavo bought his mom a Jeep. Right. Right? Right. Happy birthday, mom. Here's your Jeep. Right? Right. Of course. Uh, I just got a persuasive letter. You got a persuasive letter? Hey, look, a robot. Producer, Producer Butters, Butters just walked in. Uh, I just got a persuasive letter from none other than my mother. Uh-oh. Oh, it's good. Okay. Okay. I want to hear this. Yeah. Then, so no, it's good. My, uh, okay. Cool. Mama Shelby from, coming in from, coming in clutch. From robots to persuasive letters from mom. Yes, mom. Okay. What could McCall's mom want? All right. Let the speculation run rampant and we'll find out for sure. 
So earlier this week, we were entertained by McCall, who went through a box and found a persuasive letter she wrote to her parents for why she should right. get a cell phone. AJ and McCall at VFX, streaming online at utahsvfx.com. And, and I, you can see that video yes. on our Facebook and I believe our Instagram, right, McCall? Yep, it's on our IGTV on on our Instagram. Utah's VFX, both places. So I would like to recount, recount. my final okay. three points of Smart. why I needed a cell phone. Smart. This was in sixth grade, so this would have been, I don't know, 11 or 12-year-old McCall. I said, in closing, I'd like to repeat my three reasons. One, if I stay somewhere, I can call you. Two, I'll feel more responsible. And three, I'll know if you trust me or not. If I get a cell phone, I won't be known as the one known as the one without a cell phone. So thank you for saving my social life. Exactly. And thank you for your time. Right? Of course. That's how Classic I ended my response. argument. Right. Bless my mom because she was listening and she heard me talking about how Quavo gave his mom a Jeep. Yeah, during the 411. During the 411. And my mom responded and said, where's my Jeep? Reasons why McCall should get her mom a Jeep. <laughs> Bless her. Yes. A persuasive essay. Bring it on. Point one. You'll always know where I am because, well, no, you actually won't know where I am because I'll be out playing in my brand new Jeep. But I can show you how responsible I am. I'll, sh- I'll have to keep Ben from driving it, and you know how hard that'll be. I'll have to park it and lock it every night, which will prove how responsible I am. Which combats my point of, hey, I have to plug in my cell phone, so that proves I'm responsible. <laughs> Reason two. She says, if I'm at a friend's house and my friend gets sick, I can load him up in my new Jeep and take him to the doctor. And if it's really bad, I can even drive them to the hospital. Good job, Mom. <laughs> and reason number three. If you loved me, and I mean truly loved me, you'd buy me a Jeep. But not just any Jeep. has to be an orange one. Because I'll know you truly love me and trust me when that orange Jeep shows up in my driveway totally paid for. I think she delivered your points better than you did, McCall. She did a good job. So when are you buying her a Jeep? Never. Love you. <laughs> your persuasive essay didn't work. Oh, no. An F for it's, persuasion. It's no. been trumped by... Broke. Broke. <laughs> I thought it was going to be by lack of caffeine, McCall, because I actually found okay. how much caffeine on average people need to get through the workday. <laughs> All of it. Who better to judge it than the one that operates on pure caffeine and passive aggressiveness Hi. than the McCall Taylor? That's me. Sorry, Mom. Your, your uh, persuasive essay didn't work. but. Let's see what McCall's judgments are on this caffeine intake. Fun game. So McCall basically just, uh, bod? What's a goat do? <laughs> yeeted? She just yeeted Yeet. like a goat. I went like this. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I can't because tell. Because I'm panicking because I can't figure it out. I can't tell that means she needs more or less coffee. More. Always. And David called me. How do I get rid of this color? I don't know what's going on. For the record, from now on, go yeet. Yeet. <laughs> That's what they do. They don't bleat. That's what it is. Bleat is what they do. They yeet. And then they say pitter patter. Let's get out. Oh, my gosh. So the question to call is. How much caffeine do you need to get through a day of work? Oh, my gosh. All of it. I don't know. So survey was done because y'all need that little pick-me-up, right, everybody? Especially once you start working that early morning shift. Woo! That's rough. <laughs> One of the first things. I got my hair cut yesterday. They asked oh. me what hours I work. I said, yeah, we get in at like five or so. They're like, how do you do that? And I said, I hate my life. Uh, self-regret, mostly. I'm like, oh, can't get Sadly. fired. Can't get fired, then I'll hate myself. Yep. So how many, McCall, how many drinks, they measured it in drinks, how many caffeinated drinks a day do you need it to work, make it through a day of work? Six. <laughs> Three. Closer. Two. Much closer. And split the difference. One. According to a survey, the worker puts down two and a half caffeinated drinks every day. Yes. That's about 12 to or 13 cups of coffee, energy drinks, teas, or sodas per work week. Wow. How many cups of coffee do you think you drink during a normal work week? During a normal work week? Work week. Man, now I got a math. Okay, so work week, I get up, I have one. I get here, I have one. Depending on how well I slept, usually I have two before I get here. Um, <laughs> That's three so already for a day. Let's go with three. <laughs> By the time we hit about eight o'clock, I make another one. Four. 
Usually that's about it. Okay, four. So four times five is 20. The average worker says 12 to 13. Wow. The average worker also doesn't get up at three o'clock in the morning. Hello. Thank you. Well, how much sleep do you have? That's what they measured it on. How much average night's sleep? Eight. Usually like eight hours. See, you're doing, it's bad because they said the average employee gets about six and a half hours of sleep a night. They do 12 to 13 cups. You get eight hours. You drink 20. I just like coffee. Math isn't working out so well right now. Majority of the time, I, I just, I have, and it's a cup of coffee. I have a thermos right now, but I fill my thermos with a cup, and then I end up putting a protein shake in it. Mostly coffee. No, it's mostly protein shake. Mostly coffee. No, my protein shake is like 12 ounces. Mostly My coffee, coffee is eight, so thank you. Next. Yeah, see, she's due for another sip because she's getting, she getting a little testy. Getting a little testy. The important thing is because you drink more coffee than the average worker. Cool. Pump that's, up those numbers, y'all. That's your claim to fame. I'm now you got to find out what the world record is and beat it. Oh, I don't want that. No, I don't want anything do to do with that. No. I, you could do anything you set your mind to, McCall. I'll I probably, believe in I'll you. I'll probably have a heart attack and die. Do you want me to die? No. Okay. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page. And it starts by being friends with AJ Knight being friends with McCall Taylor. And then if we randomly land on your post, we'll like, comment, and share. So without further ado, as we spin McCall. Stop. Stop. I landed on my friend Keith's post. He said, most people don't know this about me, but I was once held hostage in a group message. Oh, geez. That's actually the worst. It's so true because it's like you can't even unsubscribe from it. Ding, no. ding, stop, ding, stop. ding, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Heaven We're not forbid friends. they do it in the middle of the night, too. Yeah, and then it turns into something like, I hate you, and then you have to respond, and you have to say something like, I'm really sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> I was I, just mad. You just made me so angry. <laughs> Get out, spit in. Ruined my life. Okay, stop. I landed on Brittany Helsley. Who shared a memory uh, from nine to five life, and it's when it's captured as when you see your lazy coworker actually doing some work, what? and it's actually Dwayne the Rock Johnson clapping and looking just absolutely amazed. That is amazing. It is. Wow. You can win. Yay! Thank you. The agent, the McCall Taylor, at us across all social media. Remember, that's going to come in handy to win free food when it comes to our podcast, which you need to listen to. Florida not drop the mic. Utah's VFX.com is where you can find. All of the podcasts are under the AJ and McCall drop-down menu. You can also go to Spotify, iHeartRadio app, Google Play, iTunes, search for AJ and McCall. They are all there. Yep. Listen, we got partnered up. We've got some giveaways, some big ones. Drop the mic. We'll announce this Friday. Tell you we got free food on Florida or not. Yep. Utah's VFX, all social media. Find us. Uh, take good care of McCall as she will have the reins for the next two days. Thank you for handing the reins off to me. The metaphorical reigns. Thank you. Have fun, McCall. Thanks, AJ. So until- you have fun and be safe, please. Thank you. Until tomorrow for just McCall, but Don't for AJ and McCall. Do anything we wouldn't do. Thanks for listening to AJ and McCall at VFX 94.5 and 98.3.